Hello, this is Meadow Robert here. Um, this is going to be your first of two warnings for this episode of the Promenade Podcast. As you know, all of the STOV episodes were recorded at STOV. And some folks, for lack of a better term, um, weren't afraid to use colorful metaphors. Um, I being one of them in episode 5. But um, here in episode 6, um, how about uh, halfway, I want to say halfway, around the 40 minute mark in this episode, um, we end up doing the imagination tour, and there'll be a warning right before that. Um, so, this episode is NSFW because of that, a lot of swearing, um, so I decided to leave everything in, in context, so I hope you enjoy the episode, and let's... Start Jupiter. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have come to the end of STLV. Now, our previous episode was S was the convention proper. And now we're coming to you from the world-famous Masquerade Bar here at the Rio. This is where everyone gathers and hangs out during the convention. How are you doing, Cass? I'm all right, Robert. How are you? I'm good. So how's the convention been for you? Oh, it, wonderful. Wonderful. I had a great time. Extremely great time. What was one of the highlights? Uh, the costume contest. <laughs> but you were Guinan. Yes, but I was still in the costume contest. And the other, the other contestants had great, great uh, outfits, costumes. I thought that this year they really went a little beyond, you know, what they normally would, because we had uh, we had the uh, the feeders of all, you know, and then we had the. Uh, the uh, fish people from Next Generation. Yeah, I saw that. You know, and then we had the, the uh, oh my goodness, I forgot the name, but the one from uh, original series, we had one of those. And then we had the guy from uh, Voyager that was, uh, uh, I forgot the name, I don't know why, right about now I forgot the name of, of them. But he did an, an excellent, I mean really, he looked very realistic, you know. Um, his hair, the makeup, the outfit. You mean Shercote or? No, no, no. Uh, he was um, he was one of the villains. Oh, oh Kazon. The Kazon. I you. saw him. Yes. He was. His outfit was extremely well done. And he really looked like he was a Kazon. You know, his, everything about him is the way his makeup was. His hair was done. The outfit. He looked like he stepped right out of the TV screen. I did see him. Yeah, you don't really see a lot of Kazon. No, you don't. And he did his extremely well. And then you had the uh, original series Klingons, and that was a family. They they were very cute, and they did this really nice. And then we had Eric uh, Allen Hall. Yeah. They came in with his family as Borg, yeah, and that. that was exceptional. It was really a lot of work put into it, and uh, I thought that it was really well done. You know, and then we had the winners, which were the uh, Dura sisters, 
the Klingons. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I thought that their work was very, very well done as well. You know, so we had we had quite a few that were extremely done, extremely well done. You know, and they looked really nice. And it wasn't just original. You know, the ones that we are accustomed to seeing. Yeah. They were, we had some really uh, original ones. And the other one from. Um, the uh, the com the uh, cartoon series. Oh yeah, I saw them from Jihad. Yeah, the birds. They yeah. oh my goodness, and they the wings actually opened up. Oh, you wow. know, and yes, they were automatically and they actually opened come way up, and uh, they spread out wide. I oh, they, it was done really really nicely, really nicely. I was uh, very impressed with that work. And now we're at that point where we don't want to leave, but we know we have well, to leave. We have to Yes, it's, it's that uh, that last hurrah, as they say. When's your flight leave? I actually do not leave until Wednesday. Okay, you got smart about it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I get a couple of days to actually relax. Okay. But, um, you know, I'm retired. I know. You don't have to do a damn thing. <laughs> I need to get you that cap. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> so, yes, I get to relax a couple extra days beyond everyone else because fortunately for me, thank God I'm retired and I don't have a job to go to. I don't have an alarm clock to set. I'm free as a bird and okay. I'm enjoying it. Okay. It was great seeing you again great this year. Great to see you too, darling. Okay. You take No, that's alcohol abuse. So how was the convention for you? Long. <laughs> yeah. So can you let everyone know who you are and feel free to plug your show? Oh, well, I don't have a show. My name, my online name is Risa Soraya. I own or co-own trekradio.net. So it's a radio network. Okay. I thought I thought you also had a show. I do. I have a show on there, but mostly it's the entire radio station. And we have a bunch of really talented people that do pre-recorded podcasts. Yeah. They do audio fictions. They do live shows. Or they go to events like this, like yeah. Star Trek Las Vegas. And, and they talk about what's going on in the Star Trek and sci-fi fantasy world yeah. and um, yeah just our listeners we bring all the stuff that's out there to them in yeah. one big radio network yeah and it's fun because there's so many people that are talented like you yeah right yeah um, and so we have a lot of friends that are super talented like you are and we want to have a place where we highlight all of them Okay. And that was the idea behind the radio station, okay. is to do it 24 hours a day, seven days a week, you know, like internet radio, satellite radio, that type of thing, and just bring everybody together and and show how crazy talented all our friends are. Yeah. Um, and with the fan films, too, yeah. and all kinds of stuff. And it's fun. I like it. We've been here in June. We celebrated seven years. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, and I can't believe we're still here. 
and it's it's just by the grace of all my friends and everybody we know that we're still going strong and doing great things and I'm just honored to have so many wonderful friends around me we have another host from Trek radio this is one of our one of our best staff members <laughs> he's been with us a long time he's our resident Klingon and uh, we like he's to call incognito him. right now he is well he did a cling we're coining a new phrase right he clinged off, off. <laughs> instead of clinged on like remember the movie face off yeah he clinged off well he contracted the disease Yes. No, I'm actually immune to the Lavodian flu, but there's a meme out there where with Michael Dorn where it shows Worf, and it says Klingon, and then it shows Michael Dorn, and it says Klingoff. I've seen that one. I'm in my Klingoff mode, but yeah, I'm actually, a, I had to take it off. I wore the ridges for like four days. I, I got it. So the convention started on Wednesday. We actually got in on Tuesday, but Wednesday was the first day of the convention. I got into the ridges and the Klingon mode on Thursday. And I was Klingon for the rest of the time, so. But for the first couple days, everyone kept going, when are you gonna get in Klingon? Because they couldn't recognize yeah. him yeah. without the ridges. And there's people like, you know, uh, people, uh, Star Trek Online developers and other fan, you know, people from the community that goes, that I would say, I'm David, you know, but they're like, I don't recognize you without the ridges on. They only, they've only seen me as Klingon. So like right now I'm kind of incognito, but. Uh, I'm an original series Klingon, but I've also been surgically altered to resemble a human. But yeah, I, I had to take it off because I was wearing the same set of forehead and nose for basically Thursday to, to tonight. So it kind of, you know, over the time, it kind of gets a little rough around the edges, so to speak. So tonight, the, the convention is officially over. Everybody's just hanging out, socializing on Sunday, the last day. And so I had to just take everything off and go back to casual mode. And so I'm just having a good time with everybody. But I'm wearing my Federation of Beer Klingon Warnog shirt. Still have to represent Klingons. Yeah. We sampled. We sampled Symbiosis. How was that? The new beer. It's good. My personal favorite is the 50th anniversary Gold Nail. But I like lighter beers. Which one is your favorite? Well, I mean, I have to give a big shout out to the, the original Klingon Warnog, which was like a. I forget, it's on my shirt somewhere, it's on my shirt somewhere, but it's like a, a Duncan Roggen Dunkel. It's Danish? Like, yeah. Danish Roggen Dunkel. And I never had that before, so the first time I had that particular type of beer was the, the Klingon Warnog, and I'm like, I really like this. But yeah, every, but then I tried the uh, the Syndicate Lager, the, the Federate, the, um, yeah, the, um, the 50th anniversary golden ale. This year we tried the uh, symbiosis. Symbiosis. They're all different, but they're all good. It's like artists. You tried it. I'm not really a beer drinker, unfortunately. Okay, and I, I, I don't drink a lot. Every now and then I'll have like just a you know a glass of beer with pizza or something. But because it's a Star Trek beer, I gotta try it. And you know it's a party here in Las Vegas, and so I'll drink. This time I had like the the, the Chaotica drink or what was it? It was Chaotica's Death Ray. <laughs> it had, I think, cranberry juice, yeah. uh, pineapple, and then uh, like banana rum or something. And I don't drink a lot, but times like this, you know, it's it's kind of like a Trek fandom family reunion. So there's people that we only see once a year, and we all gather and you know celebrate Trek, but celebrate the fandom family. And so that you know kind of like live it up a little bit. And so I'll drink a little more than I usually do and just uh, have a good time, and especially Sunday tonight, 
the convention is officially over, so a lot of people are leaving in the morning, Monday morning. Some people stay, you know, an extra day or an extra two days, but a lot of people are warping out tonight. So it's kind of like the last big shindig of the night for the big Trek family. So you kind of, you know, do a little bit more than usual. So I'm having a good time here. So what's been a highlight of the convention for you? Well, there's been oh, there's been a lot of highlights. It's kind of hard to pick which one is the biggest or the best. But one one highlight for me was I've done Klingon cosplay and Klingon makeup for a long time, like five, six years now. This year was the first time that I did a, a, a mashup because this was a partly because this was the first year the convention did an actual costume cosplay mashup contest where it was Star Trek plus something else. And for this year, I knew that going into this convention. So, and I know a lot of friends in the 501st Legion, the Rebel Legion, and I'm really, I'm planning to join up with the Mandalorian Mercs. So I, I love Star Trek, but I love Star Wars and then Tron and all kinds of other good stuff. I wore, for the very first time, a Jedi outfit that we made, but for Star Trek convention and for the mashup, I was a Klingon Jedi. And so as many as much as I get stopped for photos from my regular Klingon cosplay, it was even double that for the Klingon Jedi. And I had the Force Effects lightsaber. And so that was a definitely a big highlight. Another big highlight was I was able to participate in the in the Shakespeare and Klingon panel where I was up on stage in full Klingon makeup and cosplay. And they were talking about how, you know, Star Trek VI introduced Klingon Shakespeare in the original Klingon. So they were talking about Shakespeare and Star Trek, Shakespeare and the Klingon connection. And I got up on stage in Klingon makeup cosplay and I was reciting Hamlet in the official Klingon language. So that's definitely a big highlight. But you know, always, it's just another highlight to see all the Trek family. Like we say, it's a fandom family reunion. A lot of people were not here this year for various reasons. But all the people that were able to make it to the convention, it's just, again, a family reunion. It's like you and a lot of the, obviously a lot of people come for the celebrities, but it's a, the Trek family coming together, the biggest Star Trek convention, and we just love seeing everybody socializing, having drinks. Some people don't drink, but we'll go out and have dinner yeah. and share cosplay, share memories. It's just a great time. Okay, thank you, David. Thank you. And, we, and a side note, I don't know if you've ever read the novel Enterprise. Um, it's it, it, it's from the same people that did Strangers from the Sky. It's about Kirk's first mission and, and once he gets command of the Enterprise. And one of the subplots are they have to ferry these entertainers. And there's a, there's a group of Neo-Shakespeareans. Oh, wow. Where they translate Shakespeare into, like, modern Federation standard. And at the end of the novel, they end up doing a big show... And the, the, of course, there would be Klingons involved. And the one thing the Klingons liked was the Shakespeare. Oh, nice! That's awesome. You know, Jake, uh, Klingons do love the, the the Klingon opera, Klingon you know poetry. So I can totally see that you know Klingons would enjoy Shakespeare, especially in the original Klingon. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Thank David. Thank you very much, sir. Hi. Can you let everybody know who you're cosplaying as? I am Jai Jean, otherwise known as Worf from Deep Space Nine. 
But you're from the Arman Bashir episode. Correct, yes. Very well done. Did you hit the Bacharach table? We did. We were a winner, of course. <laughs> you just need this, the, the... Oh, you have it. You have the... Wait. I need to get a picture of this. Thank you. Did I know last year there was someone dressed up as Bashir and Dax's honey bear, and then there was a Garak. Oh, one! I think I saw that last year. There was a Garak here this year um, from the same episode. Oh, uh, we bumped into her earlier. Yeah. Unfortunately, I didn't have this on. I put this on for the Rat Pack. Okay. I got our. Uh... What are you doing? I got a. Our... Where's your photographs? Right there. There? Yep, I took one in the back. <laughs> because it's Vegas, of course you have to. I know, right? With rum. Oh. <laughs> Very nice. So I'm guessing that's, that was the highlight of the convention for you. That was a highlight for me, getting a photograph with Rom as Dijon. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Ma'am, can you let everybody know who your, who your mashup cosplay is? Uh, yeah, I'm Wonder Jadzia Dax. <laughs> Where'd you get the idea for this cosplay? Uh, well, I've had this Wonder Woman costume for the past five years, and I heard that Sunday was the mashup day. And I was thinking about, well, what Star Trek character do I think would be a good mashup for Wonder Woman? And Jadzia Dax is one of my favorite. Strong leader, great character. Um, and I thought I could easily do the spots and change the headband and the cuffs instead of stars I put red um, delta glitter and um, to be honest I had a picture of Jadzia Dex on my phone this morning and I was trying to put the dots on but after 15 minutes and only getting like five inches in I thought nope I wiped it off and I just put a bunch of W's like different size W's for my spots um, yeah, so that's that's what I did. I, I'm gonna admit I went the easy route. <laughs> so wait, there was, there was an easy round at the competition. Uh, I, no, I went the easy route. Like, oh, okay. what do I have that I can build upon? Okay. That you know, with a character that I absolutely love, and then I I got this little batlith necklace. Yeah. Hoping that people would get that I was Jadzia. I did have some folks say, if you're a trill, why do you have? The Batlith, and I'm like, well, I'm trying to say I'm specifically Jadzia, married to Worf, part of her life, you know, as a Trill, past, you know, she has Klingon history, they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, so yeah. the costume was received well today? I mean, I think most people thought that I was just some Trill. I don't think people really got that I was Jadzia, but the people who stopped to talk to me, they, they seemed to appreciate and some people did together, like, you are totally Jetsy, I get it, the Batlift got it. But 
I wish I had like a full size ballad maybe or I was trying to think of other things that I can do to incorporate more of a Jad look into this. Yeah. But maybe for next year yeah. if they do it again. Okay, thank you very much. Somebody somewhere just lit up, and I don't mean tobacco, if you know what I mean. So how did everybody enjoy the convention this year? Oh, I'm telling you, mate, it's just so fantastic. Was this your first STLV? Yeah. Spence from Tasmania. I'm from Tasmania and uh, I'm telling you, I, I loved it. Um, I met three captains this year and um, and so many other people that I, uh, so many other actors uh, that I have admired all my life and then I've met so many people as well who have who who were lifelong friends as well. Um, it is just a um, such a fan, fantastic time. So it lived up to your expectations and the hype. Yeah, bloody bloody cracking. That's good, bloody cracker. Yeah, bloody cracking. Okay. Cracking. Okay, cracking. <laughs> yeah, fucking. Uh, sorry, bloody cracking. It's okay. This gentleman just turned us our explicit label. <laughs> Tell you what, it like if you if you think about coming here, I would do it. Like it, it is such an experience. Thank you very let me give you my card. Hope to see you again next year. Okay. Hello, how are you, Sarah? I'm great, how are you? I'm good. So how was the convention for you this year? It was pretty good. More exhausting than it was last year for some reason. What was the highlight for you? Uh, photo op today with Carl Urban. I was reenacting the scene where Jim's uh, hands get all swollen. That was you. Yeah, that was me. It was a lot of fun, but I'm glad he got the joke too. He was he was pretty excited about it. So that was the highlight meeting Carl Urban. I mean, I've met him before, but so the last time I met him was over a year ago in D.C. And I've been conceptualizing this idea, like this photo op idea for like, over a year now. So actually enacting it and having it go well was awesome. So I have an update for the bar. All they have on tap is Modelo and Symbiosis. That's it. We done drunk all the other taps. So how was the convention for you? Oh my gosh, it was freaking amazing. Was, I forgot, was this your first year? This was my second year. Okay, so it was a lot easier this year. Oh yeah, and I came back because the people were so amazing. I thought last year was going to be my first and only con. 
but I came back to actually graduate. I skipped my commencement to be here, so I had. I was here. wondering what that cosplay exactly. was. Exactly, it actually wasn't. I know because it says UF, so you're like yeah. United Federation. It's actually University, University of, of Florida. Florida. Exactly. Go Gators. Hopefully they'll move up to a real conference like the Pac-12. I guess so. <laughs> but I, uh, I, I shook hands with Patrick Stewart backstage. That's probably your highlight? That's probably my highlight. It was freaking amazing. Oh my gosh. I mean, he was just like Kayla. You so were fangirling on the inside? Oh, yeah, so much. I mean, he was just like, Kayla, so nice to meet you. It's so gentle, so polite. Was that the VIP meet and greet, or how did that happen? Uh, Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, it was pretty fun. Um, I kind of like knew people back there, and so no one really decided to kick me out. So um, yeah, it was a pretty awesome graduation. <laughs> really doing this right now? Yeah. At what is it? Two fifteen. I, I just was walking over there, and he just like turned around and asked me to do this. So. That's all right. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. to oh, sorry. I don't mind. But, um, okay. Okay, well, are you going to be coming back next year? No, because I think I'm going to be traveling. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, enjoy the rest of the night. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. I gave you one of my cards, right? Yeah, you did. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Aren't you the last Wayoon? I Well, is that what you want me to be? Last Wayoon. The, the Wayoon will never But he, he was the last one. He was the last one. No. He will not disappear. Okay. Period. Okay. He will, he will live forever. Okay. Just like Odo. He went away. Okay. That's weird. Okay. Remember that? Yeah. Okay. So did you have a good time? Absolutely. I have no problem. So what was the highlight of the convention for you? This. Is this your first STLV? No, this is my number six. Okay. This right here, these people. The family? The family. The family is the best part, I think. In my opinion. Okay, thank you. You're very okay. Okay. Okay, and we're back. So how was the convention for you, sir? Well, you know, I'm hearing people whining about how it's just not as great as last year. But I'm like, you know, every convention is a unique experience. It's apples and oranges. As far as I'm concerned, this is the best convention I've ever been at. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm building on the relationships that I, I initiate, I made last year. And it's, it, it's really, for me, this is far more enriching experience. I mean, I just feel like every, you, just, you grow on it, you build on it. So I, I'm loving it. And, you know, maybe just block out that negative shit I said before. <laughs>
good at this, man. <laughs> it's okay. Thank you for earning that explicit label for me. There we go. No, I. Uh, this party is the best party. Um, I'm sure you've heard it before, but you know, Trekkies really are the most friendly people. Um, it doesn't matter what we agree or disagree on. The one thing we all agree on is uh, Gene's universe is something we all want to strive towards. Infinite diversity, infinite combinations. Um, I just, yeah, these are some of the greatest people I've ever met. And I just, I hope I'm able to keep doing this every year because this is the best party on the planet. What was the highlight for you this year? Jimmy Darren, without a doubt. Last night, the, the, the gala, and you know, I'm, I'm a big orc dork. I love orchestra. I love the original Star Trek compositions, especially from the movies, Jerry Goldsmith, uh, James Horner, Idleman. I mean, seriously, magical music. I mean, you could stack that up next to Beethoven, Brahms, Tchaikovsky. I mean, this is some heavy-duty music. But last night, they had one hot Vegas Jazz Orchestra just tearing it up. And I'm telling you, every player in that band could play. I mean, they were, oh, I was inspired. I just, of all of it, you know, and I'm a musician, so maybe that's my musician bias. But that band really just lit it up for me, especially with James Darren. He picked three amazing selections, and uh, man, I just, I, I, I hope to repeat the experience again, but I know I can't because. That's how life is. You get unique experiences, and once once you've experienced it, it's in the past. It's kind of like music. Yeah. It's not like a painting where the painting remains forever. You know, music, it, 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 it's here in one moment, and then it's gone, just like a Star Trek convention. So I'm just glad I was able to be part of it again, and can't wait to be here next year. Okay, thank you very much. Let me give you my card. Yeah, this year there were more kids here, so she toned it down a bit. There were more kids this year? Yeah, there were a lot more. Last year, this, this convention sold out by, like, November. Why? Well, because all of, like, gold and gold. Captain's chair, gold. And I forget, I think command. Yep, the commander chair, yep. They all sold out. Right. Oh, I tried to get a captain's chair ticket online, and the website it, it crashed. And I spent like it would, it would take an hour for to go from one page to the next when you're trying to click through to order your tickets. I mean, it was messed up. You had to have really good internet service to get you know captains or gold. You know, unless you were re-upping from the previous yeah. year. Yeah, so. you weren't the only one. So, and then in December, because of that. They ended up having to like release general admission. They don't release general admission till like the spring. Right. So by like January, you couldn't buy anything. It was completely sold out. Including general? Wow. General sold out, single day sold out. So they didn't even have like a Groupon daily special last no, year, No, because huh? everything had sold out. Right, okay. Yeah, I sat copper last year. Actually, I was dead center in the theater, literally. Like the whole grid, like my, my entourage and I, we were right in the middle of the theater. And for the orchestra, I'm going to come back to the music, 
sonically, it was an amazing experience. When you're sitting in an orchestra hall, you're listening to you know, music, you want to be in the middle, so that way you get that balance, yeah. that, 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 you know, the lows, the highs, everything is just coming yeah. at you perfectly. And uh, Richard McGee and that fine orchestra, they did it. I mean, it just it just sounded like the original soundtrack and, and more, and then some. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you very much. Thank you, Robert. Okay, but yeah, you didn't notice there are a lot more families here this year. I, I did notice a lot of kids, a lot of families. I noticed a lot of families last year, but there were certainly a lot of single truckies that showed up without families. And you know what? Last year was the reason I started coming. It was like it's the 50th anniversary. It's like time to time to man up. Time to yeah. go, you know, all the way and do this big league. <laughs> and uh, you know, it, it, it made me a, a regular because now I'm like, yep, I've already. So made last it. year you were all like going, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Yep. You're like, what? And you're like, oh my God, that's yep. so and so and so and so. Uh -huh. It was sensory overload last year for right. you. Right, yeah. I mean, I'm and, then th and this year, you're like, oh, okay, no big deal. It's just James Darren walking in the hall. Not as big of a deal. I mean, it's still a big deal, but, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's starting to become commonplace. I, I mean, I don't want to say regular or. I don't want to diminish it because it is very special. And like I said, every year. Oh, I'm sorry. Doesn't matter what the. <laughs> doesn't. Thank you. Is everybody having a good time? Yes. yes. How you doing, Robert? I'm good. Have we met? We have. I'm Amber. Elliot. Hi, Amber. We've been on Facebook for a okay. couple of years. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, it's so weird because because everybody's here. Yeah. And I for, and I forget some names. This is. This is John. You should meet John. Hi, John. He was How do you do? Finalist on the top 30 costume contest. Oh, awesome. wow. Last year and this year. It was yeah. A yeah. So you, you, you were just the finalist? You didn't make it? You didn't place? Well, I mean, they do two hours of prejudging and they select 30 finalists. So, no, I wasn't first, second, or third, but I was one of the 30 finalists both last year and this year. Uh, and that to me was just fantastic. What did you cosplay as this year? Uh, I do all original series replicas, and personally, I do Captain Kirk. Uh, last year, I did a replica of the season two wraparound uniform. This year, I did a replica of the season one wraparound uniform. And uh, in both cases, the pre-judges thought it was good enough to put on the main stage, oh, wow. which I was just delighted about. Now, for those of you that are listening, in seasons one and two of the original series, the tunic was made out of velour, correct? Well, the standard, yes, the standard service tunics in seasons one and two were made out of velour. However, Captain Kirk's green wraparound uniforms in seasons one and two were made out of wool, uh, which is what I replicated them out of. The season one wraparound was made out of solid wool. Uh, it, it fit like a jacket. And season two was made out of wool double knit, which is a stretch knit, and it was essentially a stretch knit shirt that fit around the body. Uh, but in those captains, variant specifically, yeah, wool was the textile. Um, well, you're not you you're not a fan of the season three polyester. I am a fan of the season three double knit, uh, 
but uh, just uh, looking at, uh, you know, replicating the various designs, there were no wraparounds that appeared whatsoever in Season 3. I do actually have a fair quantity of Season 3 custom-dyed fabric in my fabric stores. Yeah. It is a replica that I do, but the velour, uh, the evidence now is, is that Bill Tice switched over to Double Knit in Season 3 because the velour supply ran out, oh. and also because of uh, actors, uh, you know, weight gain and things like that. You never saw a wraparound in season three and those uniforms were made loose and long. I love the fact that the velour, it had a rib pattern, it had a sparkle to it, and uh, you saw many more alternative variants in season one and two, not just in the background, but in the foreground, uh, as in Captain Kirk's wraparounds that we've been talking about. Uh, the season one and two just had, they had more of a sparkle and sheen even though the season three was more of a practical fabric. This is, the alcohol is still flowing at the masquerade bar. Indeed. Like, if you were gonna go for it, you should have gone for Atomic. Go big or go home. Atomic wedgie? Yeah, no, I, um, I thought I'd go for the for the nicer annual hump. He looked like somebody that would really be open for a little bit of a, um, a cock, cock in the joint, maybe. Okay. <laughs> Do you know him? No. No, I, I don't know him and I can't understand a word he's saying, but that's about the time of night that we're at as we do this interview right now. Get, get some rest. Take a couple of aspirin and drink some water before you go to bed. This is the last day of Star Trek Las Vegas, everybody. Okay, Nobody knows anything that's going on, and it's cool. That sounds about right. <laughs> you, you really don't know him? I, have, I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. Okay, I, I interviewed him. He's from Tasmania, Australia. So. Okay, well, thank you very much. Let me give you my card. Yes, I'll give you mine. Because I've seen you on the unofficial, you're in the unofficial group, I think. I'm in many groups. Okay, it's the one that Heather and Jeff do. Yeah, I know Jeff. Okay. I've never met Heather, but I know, I know Jeff. So you're visiting from Canada? I am. You're Canadian. I am, just like the original Kirk, I'm, uh, I'm another one. Right? Whereabouts in Canada are you from? Uh, Winnipeg, Manitoba. For those who don't know who that is, where that is, that's about a 20-minute drive from the North Dakota border. Well, that's the, that's the home of the Jets. Yes, that's the home of the NHL Winnipeg Jets and pretty much the geographic center of the whole continent. Really? Yes, really, because Winnipeg, a lot of people complain about our roads in Winnipeg because you know how most cities that are planned as cities are laid out like a grid? Well, Winnipeg streets are laid out like a wagon wheel. And the reason for that is that we didn't start as a city, except for the fact that when everything went by train, we were the central railway hub for North America. So we had spokes of train tracks going out in all directions, which to this day results in our roads fanning out like a wagon wheel. But if you were to peg the center of the continent, you'd be pretty close to Winnipeg. Oh, wow, I did know you know, it's funny because I probably don't know them, but um, I was here the first night of STLV, and in the I-Bar, we had four people, never mind Canadians, I made the joke that I come to an American event and all I meet are Canadians and Australians, <laughs> for the most part, but we were in the I-Bar on the first night of STLV, and there were 
four people in the I-Bar from Winnipeg. I didn't know any of them. And I'm being called away on a tour right now. So it's been a pleasure talking okay. to you. Okay. We, we got to see what this imagination yeah, tour sure. is all about. Well, let's go. Hello everyone, this is Meadow Robert again. So, the second half of episode 6 is going to be the Imagination Tour. So, I had to decide whether or not I was going to heavily edit this part of the episode or leave everything as it is in context. So, I've decided to leave everything in context. So, once again, this part of the episode, NSFW, not safe for work. So if you are listening at work, I do recommend turning the volume down, putting headphones on, or pausing and waiting until you're back in your car or at home so you can finish listening to the rest of this episode. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the Imagination Tour. What is the Imagination Tour? We go back to the convention center area and we wander around reminiscing about, oh, this is the spot where I met the board queen costume, or this is the spot when I realized, you know. Well, wait, I thought they had all, I thought was security, I thought they have security in there right now. Well, this is my first year doing it, so okay. I was summoned for the imagination tour, so I'm wondering if they somehow know the route. Um, and those are the folks that are going to guide us on the tour if you'd like to join us. Okay. Sure. <laughs> hi, literally hi. I've never heard of the Imagination Tour. The Imagination Tour happens every year. And if you are crazy enough to stay awake this long, you get to go on it. <laughs> Michael here used to be in charge of the beautiful imagination tour. But now he's a special guest. But as the years progress, it passes on to the next generation and, and so on and so on. But wait, doesn't isn't the 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 real Popo guarding all that right now? At present, the corridor's open, we just can't go any of the main rooms. Okay, because they have an another convention that starting today. Yeah, but I think we've got safely about eight hours before that starts. Oh, there are a lot of people here for the Imagination Tour. We're doing the Imagination Tour. And we're walking, we're walking. I've heard about this before. When she had 103 fever, showed up to her audition. Oh, I was at that. <laughs> it was a such Q &A. a good Q and A. My favorite part was the wink. What I want to know is, who were the other three women? Because I've heard stories that the shortlist that one of them allegedly was Erin Gray and another one was Linda Carter. That the finalists for Janeway allegedly, one of them was Erin Gray. And another one was Linda Carter. Allegedly. 
I know um, oh, that the it? Genevieve. She was the first. Yeah, she was the first Janeway. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, I Carl. heard that. Like, I read somewhere that. Oh, what's her name? Give me a give me a minute. No. Okay. And we're now continuing to the promenade. Okay, we're walking back down the hallway again, making our way to the promenade. So we're making our way into the rotunda reception area of the convention hall for the next stop on the imagination tour. Yes, what's the Terry Farrell story? Tell the Terry Farrell story while we wait on our strangers. Yes, thank you. Do you remember last year with someone walking around in a certain costume Yes. Alright, thank you, Tom. You were wearing a Fia! What? So it's my favorite story to tell. Basically, what happened is I was wearing a Fia. Most people didn't get it. We call that a deep cut. It was like five minutes of it, one episode. Speedo, Matthew, Oregon, yeah, they admit I was trying to get late. Let's be honest. You are a man, right? As I walk around, I do hear over my shoulder. Yeah? A voice, a female voice saying, It's Picard on Rinsa. And I turn over my shoulder and I see a woman in her 50s, and only one word can describe her Cougar. 
<laughs> she says to me, Sir, you're not leaving much of the imagination. And I say, Well, you have to let them know what you're working with. Thank you, Tyler, for requesting my favorite story of all time. So now we have all joined. Even the strikers, we have joined us here at the promenade. Now, do you have the energy in the room? Yeah. Yeah. The energy you feel in this room is the Star Trek Las Vegas convention of the greatest people joining in the greatest place in Las Vegas to celebrate the great thing Star Trek. But most importantly, what you feel is the energy of fellow Trekkies. When you are joined by the greatest people of all time, the most warm, welcoming, appreciative people of all time, Trekkies. And as you come down here, you get frisked and securified by the volunteers. Last year, there was a wand waving for all of 30 seconds. But as you passed by, you felt this energy come over you as you saw this exact same double shield of all time. Maybe it was a little different this year. It had one line going down the cross because Discovery. I don't know. What the fuck? Continue And you would see the Discovery shield right here when everybody waited 30 minutes at a time for your Orion slave girls. And everyone waited for the Discovery shield and everyone saw this beautiful piece right here. But the most importantly is the energy in the room of the Trekkies. Do you feel it? Do you feel it? Yeah. Feel it. We feel it. We feel it. Feel it. Preach! I can feel it! Oh. I'm waiting for it. Does anybody get a photo off at this time? Can we get a photo off at this time? Yeah. Stand next to the Chevron. Photo ops. Photo ops. What? 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 Stand next to the Chevron. Photo ops. Ladies and gentlemen, I do want to call attention to this time. There is. I do want to call attention to this time. I have started the imagination tour. The greatest imagination tour of all time. Michael, they're calling you up, sir. Why so much hate for Dominic Keating? Bucks up here, we'll get to that later. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> in this room right here is a very wonderful room where you can find the results of the pictures you paid so much money for. Where you can find the results of the $750 that you wasted on a full cast photo of the next generation, maybe missing, I don't know, Jonathan Frakes. Was he important to the show or anything? I don't know. Did he direct a couple episodes? Write a couple episodes? Maybe in almost every episode? 
No, I don't know. No, he just got his ass blown off on a way mission. It's not like creation could have just thrown some fucking money and given a private plane for him. Thank you, Jean-Luc Picard, for telling me about that. <laughs> and in this room, not only can you pick up those $750 photos, but you'll find out that your eyes were closed during that time. <laughs> and don't forget, you can get the JPEGs. Or that they never send you. The JPEGs that they never send you. Wait, is that true? Because I didn't do that my first year. And I was, and I got the captain, the it deal. Happens. It happens. Okay, so I'm okay. I'm glad I didn't now. Right there, yeah, it happens. It was like the discovery picture. I didn't get it till like 12 hours yeah, later. Yeah, it happens. Wait, can I get a picture of the, the four of you? Well, yes, I do have a ticket. Wait a minute. Wait, here's my ticket. Wait, and you get a card. That's right, and you get a card. Everybody get the free card. And you get a card. You know there's an Oprah TV Starbucks. Alright, that's my catch. No, I have to make it Alright, anybody continuing on? We're going this way. Lead on. It's all this way, ladies and gentlemen. Move it or lose it. Do it ugly, do it pretty. It almost looked like... <laughs> and if you'd like, we can photo up this time three men standing in a row, or three women, one sitting, standing, one of each, whichever you would like at this time. Or you could think of them as a way of how do they charge standing in a row? Where does it stick out and into? Perhaps their butt. That's where I would think of naturally that it would be inside their butts. But to your left would be the board collective where you can wait for 45 minutes for a picture with all four borks. <laughs> it happens every Saturday, 10.45 a.m. Which time zone? Uh, Borg. Okay. Swedish. Swedish. <laughs> now, to my right, your left, you will see not Cork's Bar. <laughs> where you can pay $62 for a James what? I was thinking of a James T. Kirk but yeah, brown salad works too it's a salad they picked three weeks ago that's been sitting in containment that not even a rabbit would eat let's be honest it's alright, let's go, cool. no. we're going out to bang no, so, no. Cork's, right, anyway, we're going to bang, bang this here. So Cork's Bar. Also, this is the area where Dominic Keating will fucking ruin karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> if you've ever been, Klingon karaoke is a fantastic fucking time. The Klingons will call your actual names. They'll pick out decent fucking songs for everyone to sing and dance to. You'll have a great fucking time. You'll have a fantastic time. A Klingon will lead a Klingon conga line that lasts the entirety of the room. We will all be shaking our rumps like Mama gave us. And then Dominic Keating will pick out 72 boring fucking songs that are only by chicks' names. Because yeah, he's Dominic Keating. He wants to give every single female here herpes. And if he knows that you want to sing Bohemian Rhapsody, he will not call your name because he wants to fuck you over every single year. Goddamn, fuck you, Dominic Keating. Fuck you hard. No, I have no personal feelings against Dominic Keating. Thank you for giving this podcast the explicit label. Thank you, Zach. <laughs> Fuck you, Dominic Keating. <laughs> Fuck you in the Klingon asshole. If I could use that as my bumper, I would. 
not use it as fucking Shall we continue? What? How can you not use it? We could have use it. I'd have to bleep it out. I'm a family-friendly podcast. Okay. I get it. But I knew what I was getting into with the masquerade. You did. Okay, there's a sign that says the bar- hours for Quark's bar. And it's safe to say, if it's not nailed down, we're taking it. What? No, CBS. The CBS Popo will be after you. They'll send, they'll send NCIS and NCIS Los Angeles and NCIS New Orleans. You want to you want to pose the best thing? I think they knew we were going to be here. Somebody broke into the main stage. There was a group. I'm not going to name names. There but I'm with all the cool kids. No, no. There was, there was, there was, a, there was a group of guys. Who were taking all right. So, ladies and gentlemen, to my left, your right, would be the Guardian of Forever from City on the Edge of Forever. No, it's not the Guardians of the Galaxy, okay? That's a different franchise. It's a different thing. Yes, it's more successful. Yes, it's funnier. Yes, that, yes, that little raccoon is really fucking cool, and the green girl is really fucking hot, and down the way of an Orion slave girl, but a different entire way. But maybe if you were dressed as a Starfleet Guardians of the Galaxy, you would have a great photo op over here. I'm not saying I did that two years ago. Look it up on Facebook. <laughs> But it is a fantastic thing where everyone takes the exact same fucking pose of running through the Guardian like you're like one leg in the backward and everyone's looking forward like you're Peter Pan. Because <laughs> apparently in a world where we create ideas and new technology and new stories, we have no creativity to do new poses. <laughs> That's it, really. Let's go on. <laughs> Uh, I'm not gonna lie, I've not played Pokemon in exactly one year since the last time I was at this convention. We're continuing the Imagination Tour. Plug it in! Plug it in! Plug it in! Do it! It is the transporter guy that's been here for the last six years. Yes, this year they did charge you twenty dollars to take a picture on it, but Joe is a good fucking guy and he'll add some specs in there, but it's worth twenty dollars. And if you want at this time, we can take a group photo on the transporter. How much is it gonna cost us for that group photo? For this group photo, it's gonna cost just my attention. That's it. <laughs> or your attention towards me. Do you take post-dated, out-of-state attention co-signed by a Ferengi? I do. I'm an attention whore. I get that. So if anyone, I will take the photo for you all, would like to get on the transporter pad, I will take pictures at this time. Whatever pose. Plug it back in. Twerking? I don't know. When, anyone on there? Anybody want this picture? If you're not on the transporter, you're not part of the fucking group. Get on the fucking train. Everyone, no. Get on the fucking train. Get on the fucking train. I'm plugging it in. Jesus Christ. Now look, if you're going to do this, you're going to do this. You know, you, are you part of the group? Are you not on the group? Yes, we are. 
has changed. Now, inside the vendor's room, you'll find the same you found last year. Dominic will be out there selling <laughs> autographs for whatever attention or head he can get at the time. Connor will be selling uh, autographs for whatever laughs he can get off of Dominic at the time. Because Dominic's a piece of shit. I'm not saying anything against Dominic, but fuck Dominic Keating and his Klingon asshole. You didn't know he wiped me out today, this lot, yesterday. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Fuck Dominic Keating. Yeah. Anyway, but you can also wait for three hours in line to get in and go down straight down the table and get every single TNG autograph that you really wanted, except for Jonathan Frakes that says, fuck me and my first contact poster. <laughs> God damn it. I really wanted it just to say, directed by Jonathan Frakes. Did it say that? No, it actually, it kind of does say that in print, but I wanted it to say that in Jonathan Frakes' handwriting. Does it say that now? No, it fucking doesn't. Maybe next year. God damn it. You know whose anyway. fault that is? Carl Urban. Because he canceled the last three years. We don't fuck with Dread. <laughs> we don't fuck with Dread. We'll find me later. We'll wait until the tour ends. He doesn't smile. We don't fuck with Dread. He likes pineapple pizza. He's a straight up stand up guy. I'm okay with Dread liking pineapple pizza or whatever the fuck he wants. He's fucking Dread. Dread likes what Dread wants. We're good with that. Other than that, though, you can pay $10 more for Tracy Coco's autograph than LeVar Burton's. I don't know. LeVar just seemed to have, like, a, a, at least, what, one line in almost every episode of TNG? How many did Tracy have the entirety of TNG? Zero. Oh, I'm sorry. We can like we covered one percent of Lavar's face, so he needs ten percent. He needs ten dollars left per autograph. Doesn't matter. Tracy's actually really cool. Fuck Dominic Keating. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Thank you. Cassie has pointed out something incredibly important to me. Right behind me is a room in which Patrick Stewart was signing autographs. Because can Patrick Stewart sign autographs in the main hallway? No, he fucking can't. Because you've got to get him some goddamn strongbow. All right? <laughs> like, look, and even, I don't even care. He looked exactly the same as I saw him in X-Men, as in he was on his, like, butt the entire time and did not stand or like look up at me or anything but I'm pretty sure he only communicated with me with telekinesis or telepe telepathy I just didn't get it because he didn't speak to me and I just didn't hear it but I'm, I'm not saying Patrick Stewart's a bad guy he drinks Strongbow Strongbow, Strongbow. but yeah that line was also like three hours that's not the point though Patrick Stewart's awesome fuck Dominic Keaton <laughs> let's move on <laughs> <laughs> so wait, 
While we're walking to the next location, what's your story about um, one of the years Carl Urban canceled? So, the one year he canceled his appearance on stage, one of our friends is a producer. He just started having a nightcap with him at the sportsbook bar, <laughs> and they just kept having that nightcap. So Dominic couldn't get up in the morning. You, you mean so he canceled. Carl Urban? Carl Urban. Carl, sorry, Carl Urban. Carl Urban canceled because he was hungover. Yeah, he's so too hungover. He's Carl Urban. He can do whatever he wants. Exactly. I have no problem with that. That, that, that was my issue with Red t Reds 2. Carl Urban wasn't in it. Yeah, but I'm just telling you, that was one of the reasons two years ago he canceled. <laughs> Inside story. These are stories you will not hear anywhere else. Nope. Only on, the, on this tour. So the Discovery stuff is still here because the security's guardian the room. Alright, and this is the final portion of our tour of the Imagination Aww. Tour. Aww. I'm sorry, but I've run out of imagination. Do <laughs> <So laughs> you need more drink? Uh, I have plenty. And I'll take plenty of scotch afterwards. That's not the point. <laughs> so, behind you, if you look behind you and you see the ATM over there, at that point you would have, during the convention, a really overprotective security guard who was very protective of her line that went to Discovery Room. Even if you just wanted to fucking get over here to the TNG line, she was really picky about that shit. Even if you were just like, I just want LeVar Burton's autograph. She's like, fuck you sideways. And Dominic Keating. It's not the point. So, the point is, if you finally like, gave her $50 to get past that goddamn like stretchy piece of fabric to get over here, on my left, you would have the TOS Bridge, where you could spend $3,000 to get a picture with George Takei, where he had his eyes closed, because fuck you. Yeah, but Chat was asleep the entire time. Not only could you get the TOS Bridge, but we did have the new 10 Ford that really did not look anything like 10 Ford, except for like it was kind of this nice little painted background Thanks, Ralph McQuarrie, look at your Star Wars kind of shit, but like, I want a set. Let's be honest. And I want Guinan back there serving me drinks. Is that too yeah. much to ask for no. that I can get some Guinan in my life? I just want some black girl serving me drinks. Like, that's, that's it. I have a really Whoa. pretty one. Whoa. That's all I'm saying. Like, a really pretty one with like a very intelligent who can tell me all kind of shit from like multiple universes. <laughs> I want a Guinan who also gives me drinks. Because, like, you know, drinks. I, I'm not going to lie to anybody, the, the sign outside said 10 Forward Lounge, and I spent two days looking for it. <laughs> See, it said 10 Forward Lounge as if you thought you could lounge there. The keyword was lounge, and not, I was real confused. Not look at painted on chairs. So, but that was here if you wanted to spend a gajillion dollars for the full TNG photo cast that wasn't here. But LeVar, LeVar Burton was dressed like Morgan Freeman and Bruce Almighty in our photo op, and that was fantastic. Um, as my friend can attest from last year at Kamikaze, just because you dress like God, you're not God. <laughs> Wait, if we're, if we're also doing this, they had another sign that said Game Room, and I thought, is that where everybody's doing the board games? No, that's the VIP meet and greet. Yeah, um, yeah, down here, the, the two rooms down this hallway. Yeah. I lead an imagination tour for free in Vegas. 
I'm not VIP. I'm just a P. I don't even know what's going on with that one. <laughs> I don't even get paid for this. I'm just trying to make people happy. And you're doing a great job, Zach. Thank you. Unless there is anything that anyone can think of a point to stop at. I Wait, believe... did you do the Nimoy Theater? We, uh, we can do the Nimoy Theater. Let's go to the Nimoy Theater. <laughs> on the way out. Yeah. On the way out. Okay, and that... Yeah, we did. We didn't do the Nimoy. We we only did the pavilion. Okay, so. All right, all right, all right, all right. So people are wandering and people are staying. No matter what, we're gonna continue with the tour. So to my left is the main theater, where you can wait to ask questions from very important people like Patrick Stewart, who I'd love to have very intellectual conversations with while some douchebag in front of you with a shirt and tie will ask him stupid questions like, hey, how many times did Patrick Stewart take a dump a day? <laughs> or like, how many times would jerk, like, Captain Kirk jerk off before banging a Klingon? I don't know these questions. Wait, are you, you're confusing them with the Kirk family. <laughs> See, I didn't go to any panel, so I didn't even get that joke. You know the lady who's like the Kirk family and her son is um, Patrick James Tiberius Kirk? And she had to let everybody know that her son was named James Patrick oh, James Tiberius Kirk. I didn't know this because I didn't sit through a single panel this year except for Rat Pack. I'm not gonna lie. And Rat Pack was the same 14 songs I'm from like, last year, but better jokes like, in between. There were, there were. better. I'm not a violent person, but for you her, on, yes. You ought to be on every year. So, not only could you wait forever to ask questions, which you didn't really get answers to. Unless you ask William Shatner to say double dumbass on you, <laughs> he will tell you that one. Oh. And I'll tell you that one. Double dumbass on you. <laughs> you can also wait forever on the right or left of the theater to get your autograph that you overpaid for from people who haven't worked in 30 years. <laughs> I'm looking at you, George Takei. And I pronounce it just like that because just like you want it. Takei, it rhymes with gay. Actually, it rhymes with toupee. <laughs> this is my tour, not yours. <laughs> and it's now my microphone. So, point is, thank you all for joining the Imagination Tour Season 2. Just like after Season 1, we lost some ratings, but it's the people who aren't the hardcore fans. The hardcore fans stuck around, and hopefully in Season 3, we come back, and yeah, it's going to end on some cliffhanger where maybe I die. Who fucking knows? We'll find out next year. I'm bald. I don't give a fuck. Good night. I'd like to thank our tour guide, Zach, for Imagination Tour 2.0. Thank you all for sticking around and actually having fun with me. Instead of so like wait, so next year it'll be canceled after three seasons. No, 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 no. no this is the next generation. We're going for seven strong. No, next year it'll be a reformat with different uniforms. And, and we're going to have t-shirts, right? I'll have a red shirt. What's the DS 925th? Apparently, I'll have to watch DS9 to make DS9 jokes next year. You've never seen DS9? Yeah, I tried the first season, just like anybody else, and they also gave up after the first season. Look at the ratings. That's all I'm saying. You used to call it Deep Sleep 9. Yeah, you season know. Season 3 or 4, it I'm going to try. That's all I can like say. It was great. Yeah. And then next year, I'll have like DS9 jokes, like, hey, there's that girl with the nose. Like, <laughs> you just have to persevere, fam. Yeah, you know. And then like, there's that guy with the ears. 
not me. <laughs> like there's, there's a guy. A yeah. With the guy with yeah. the big ears. Yeah. <laughs> and like, and then there's the Irish guy, and I'm like, that's my fam right there, Irish guy. I re I relate to you. Well, you know who you knew who Dax was. <laughs> oh, I know who Dax was. Yeah. More importantly, I really would have liked to gotten to know Dax a lot more last year. Go back to the beginning of the podcast. That's all you need to know. Hashtag real talk. Real talk. <laughs> I would have really liked to hear her real talk my name screaming it multiple times, if you know what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. You're not alone. Yeah. I was in high school, so yes. She I, makes me feel like I'm in high school, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's it. Imagination tour. Over. 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 Okay, so we're now leaving the area. So was the tour everything you were hoping for? It was. I've been looking forward to this for 365 days. It was fantastic. I think I heard Michael talk about them doing this either last year or the year before. Uh, which Michael would you be referring to? Michael Nguyen. Ah, yes, he would be correct. This is, in my estimation, the third incarnation, but Zach says the second. And he's an unreliable alcoholic, so I'm not sure what to say about that. Well, I think the first year they just snuck in and took pictures. I would say that's an excellent trial run. So these are things that you are not going to get anywhere else, folks. The Imagination Tour. Are you guys okay? Yeah, we're, we're, we're effing fabulous. Yeah. What was the highlight of the convention for you? Nichelle Nichols. Ooh. Did you see the Mae Jemison panel on Wednesday? Yes, it was amazing. Okay, we're now making our way back into the bar. Whoa, 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 this is Vegas. Stuff don't close. If this is Vegas, bars don't close in Vegas. Not all of them, but the hotel, some do. <laughs> Shutters open always. They were open 24 hours last year. Last night, we closed it like it was like a Sunday. They cut us off. They said we're closed. That has nothing to do with anything. It's Vegas. That that doesn't exist in Vegas. They said they're closed. Sunday. I was here to like 5 a.m. last year. There's controversy, breaking news. A bar is cl what's they closed the bar? Yeah, they closed the bar. Why? Uh, why did why did you guys break the bar? Shutters. Okay, I'll see you at shutters. No, this is audio, sir. I can't film video with the microphone. Did I get that wrong? Yes. This is radio. There are no pictures. You know, it's like television without pictures. Oh, that, that's, that's novel, isn't it? It's the latest craze in Europe. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> so why'd you guys break the bar? We're coming back and it was like, bar's closed. What do you mean it's closed? It's Vegas. Bars don't close in Vegas. I've been asking that the question for like half an hour, but nobody's behind the bar to ask me. So everybody's going to shutters. Okay, we're making our way to Shutters, and the party has officially wound down because we're now at a second bar. 
So, ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of a cast of thousands, so too many people to name and mention, I'm Robert Reyes. This has been STOV 2017 TNG 30. We'll see you next week if we don't get banned from the internet. We'd like to hear back from you, and you can contact us in many ways. We're on Twitter at PromenadePod. We're on Facebook. Just look for Promenade Podcast. And you can email us at PromenadePodcast at gmail.com. We really like to hear back from you. Also, if you like the podcast, we're in iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, TuneIt Radio, or however you download your podcasts. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.